What's up, everybody? You're on Money Moves, and I'm Michael Munsterman. Today's episode, part two with David Dale. I love what Gary Vaynerchuk says, and, and that is when team members come to him and they say, hey, I've got this idea, there's this thing I want to try. He just has created a policy of yes. Like, yes. And so in inside of my dealership, I've done that same thing. I've, I've mm-hmm. said to everyone, look, if you want to try something, the answer is going to be yes. If you can show me a path to revenue or show me a path to a better customer experience or show me a path to better processes and, and like map out logically to me why that makes sense, mm-hmm. if, if it's something we haven't tried before or unless there's something that I see from my experience that you're unable to see, right. I'll take the time to explain to you why, but my policy is yes. Sure. That's, and that's a good policy to have. I mean, at least give it a shot. Right. Give it a run. Let's see it fail. But some people don't, they don't care about that. You know, some people are just, they're either worried about bottom line or they're worried about, um, you know, I don't, I, ego. I, who knows what it could be? At possibly. the end of the day, it's, it's, it's either fear or ego. Right. You're either afraid that it's not going to work and you're going to look like an ass or you're, or you're, it wasn't your idea, yeah. which I, unfor- is unfortunate. Super unfortunate. And I see that, I, th- I think that happens a lot with family business. I really do. I think there's a lot of that that goes on. It's just, you know, you watch your, your younger kid or your child or whatever it be, um, excel and become better. And instead of throwing fuel on the fire, you're looking for a wet blanket to right. toss on it. And it's, it's unfortunate, but at the same time, I think that's just, that's could be, you know, insecurities that, that were never challenged and rectified within, you know, the, the father or the mother, whatever the case may be, and weren't able to, you know, fix themselves in order to pass that on to younger generation. Right. Yeah. Car wash is a good business. Great like, business. <laughs> Great <laughs> business. My yeah. father-in-law owned a car wash for about five years and yeah, all cash business, the car wash. It's business. a cash business, man. <laughs> and they do really well. And they, but they have a number one top shop. I mean, have you been there? Mm-mm. You haven't been to the, the car wash down there? Oh man. It's, I haven't. I, I will now. The nicest car wash you've ever been to. Wow. Honestly, I, I could I could easily say that without a doubt. It's the nicest car wash you've ever been to, and they're always looking to try to you know make it better. We're gonna have know? to send out some like sponsorship <laughs> check forms. Uh, you brought it back up. Yeah, <laughs> I was done with it. I was done. <laughs> so <clears throat> we were talking before we got started, and then you touched on it here lightly uh-huh. to kind of poke the bear. So we were talking about my book. And we were mm-hmm. talking about how much you love to read. I love to read. I mean, is I that love true? to read. It's not true. It's not true <laughs> at all. I, I would like to say that it is, but I will make every possible excuse to say to find a way to not to read. And and it's the, it's the, it's the nine hundred pound elephant in the room for me. It's one of those where I, I I want to so bad because I know there's there's, it's the grind. It takes me back to the grind, and it's part of the grind that I'm not that I'm not accustomed to. It's mm-hmm. it's not the physical grind. It's the mental grind. It's to sit down and be able to. My problem is is that I don't I don't read and comprehend very well. I think more than anything, um, and I'm okay with with admitting it because it's just truth. Yeah, you know? I, mean, I think this is something that a lot of people deal with. Yeah, and it's one of those where, I, I mean, I. I ha- my mind is in so many different directions when I sit down and read that it doesn't circle back to being able to understand what I read. And so I have to figure out a way to discipline my mind in order to stop the interference Mm -hmm. and focus on what I'm reading and then pick it up. So um, 
when you sit down to read, like I'm just going to just dissect go. this conversation a little bit. When you sit down to read, how long, like when you're like, okay, I'm going to read. Like what's that time frame look like that you're like, I'm going to sit down and because here's, there's some things that I think are foundationally just accurate. Mm -hmm. and, and I hate that we live in a time right now where when there's something that's true, it's clouded by influencers and pretenders grabbing mm -hmm. on to these, these cliche sayings, but, sure. but some of them are truth bombs. Sure. And, and one is readers are leaders. Yeah. Like there's something that happens when you read that intellectually shifts your, the way you process thoughts and situations and the way that you mitigate and, and navigate. But I also have the same issue that you do inside of, I'm extremely a million miles an hour. And so to slow down and sit and read. Mm -hmm. So my question is when you sit down to read, what's kind of that look like? What, what's the time frame that you, is it like, okay, I'm going to read a chapter. I'm going to read an hour, or I'm just going to pick up this book and see where it goes. You know, most of the time it sits, I sit down and I'll try to a lot like 30 to 45 minutes, mm -hmm. maybe an hour. I don't really get that much time as far as with, you know, with a little girl at home, you know, she wants sure. to hang out and play. So I try to, I try to do it after she goes to bed. And then I also try to go to bed at a decent time so I can get some decent sleep because I know how important sleep is. So I, I try to sit down and at least, at least do 30 minutes. Right. But man, it, you know, it's, that may only happen once so, a week. So that's good. But if I said to you, mm -hmm. hey, I, I'm, I'm not in really great shape. Um, I, I'm, not, I'm not very good at physical movement. In fact, I'm really good at sitting on the couch. I can open a beer, get to the bottom of the beer, get Netflix turned on and do my favorite show <laughs> simultaneously. I'm good at that. Absolutely. Um, but I'm just not good at working out. Well, I, the way that I've kind of been easing myself into that water is – I, I, I try to work out once a week for like 30 minutes at a time. <laughs> what would you, you say? In really good what, shape. What would you say to me? I would say you've got to do it more. You got to get into the gym and you got to do it more. And that's, you, and, and, and what about like, should I go in and should I just, cause reading just has one speed, right? At the end of the day sure. for every person you're reading or you're not reading. Absolutely. This, this words per minute doesn't matter in that context. Mm -hmm. 30 minutes of reading is 30 minutes of reading. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that you just, you've got to do it more. I mean, and you said something, you touched on something that was, that's very important. Leaders read. And I'd never really heard anybody say that, honestly, to be oh, 100% wow. honest. No, I've never heard anybody say that, but it makes perfect sense. And that lights a fire in me to know that if I'm not, a, if I'm not reading, I'm not being a leader. So, um, and I always do this, this guy, he's, he's absolutely brilliant, crazy, crazy rich. And I always forget his name. And it's so embarrassing. Um, ah, so I can tell you, I can tell you the city he lives in and you're going to be able to tell me his name. <laughs> Omaha. Oh, uh, yeah, for sure. Um, second richest man in the world. Who, who, um, this is embarrassing. Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So. Or was second richest. I don't know if he is anymore. Yeah. I would say Bezos is. Bezos. Bezos. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, anyway, he, it's the number one piece of advice that he gives anybody who says, how do I have what you have? Read. Wow read. So, but slacker. Now let's talk about that though, because to me, whenever I read a book and we were talking about this mm -hmm. before the show, we were talking about, there's a company called, we were actually talking about whether trying to decide whether we like or dislike Ty Lopez. Yeah, right. <laughs> we have to be careful of what we say or don't say sure. inside of. So if you don't know who Ty Lopez is, Ty Lopez is a personality that leverage, like he is one of the things that I think that he's the absolute greatest at is creating leverage. So, for example, went and bought a Lambo, 
and leveraged that into something like 80 to 100 million YouTube views inside of a 45-day stretch. Wow. And which just, if you have 80 to 100 million YouTube views, the amount of money that you make from that alone is off the charts. Absolutely, yeah. Okay, so um, Ty partnered with a gentleman and they created a product called MentorBox. And and MentorBox is, and I'm not getting paid for any of this, so if you you go check out MentorBox, cool. But Ty, if you're watching, we, we ended with, we love you. <laughs> Show us your <laughs> yeah. magic. Show us your, yeah. like send us a couple mentor boxes. Maybe you want to support the show, whatever. Right. We'll talk about it. But, <laughs> no big deal. Yeah. Side note, yeah. Ty Lopez mentor box. <laughs> <laughs> but my, here's my point. Right. Um, mentor box takes this books and they condense them down mm-hmm. to the key points of a book. And so, a book that's back here on the shelf behind me, and you ask me, have I read all those books? Well, most of them I have, but there's one called The Slide Edge. Mm-hmm. And this, this book uh, was written by Jeff Olson, mm-hmm. is the guy's name. So it's The Slide Edge, and it's Jeff Olson. It's, it's a pretty easy read, because okay. Jeff's a good storyteller. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people don't give the book the credit that the credit's due, because Jeff is a multi-level marketer. Mm-hmm. Like, his entire career has, and he's a millionaire, Mm-hmm. But um, he owns a great big multi-level marketing company. I'm not going to say their name. Um, and he's come from several other multi-level marketing companies. Mm-hmm. But I would say the dude sold a couple hundred thousand copies of this book. Respectable. Sure. But the slide edge is this. It is, and this is where, like, this is where I think that, and I'm not, I'm not picking on you. We, we talked that Please we were going to talk about this. Absolutely. So, but I think this is where reading gives you that superpower. I'm always talking about like, what's a way you can leverage your superpowers? Because in this conversation right now, I'm going to be able to tell you a principle inside of the slide edge that I think will change the way that you think about reading forever, mm-hmm. but it applies to anything. Okay. And, and so that's where, number one, I think that's the power of reading is it's not that you can regurgitate an entire book, which you don't need to. Sure. It's your ability to grab the key concepts, which you can get from reading the chapters, sure. only reading the chapters out of the book that sound like they're interesting to you, right. reading reviews of the book online, and then maybe grabbing something like a mentor box where you get a 15-page synopsis of the entire book and you save yourself right. reading all the garbage and fluff. Right. Four-hour work week. You yeah. work four hours. And if you do it strategically, you can leverage and create wealth inside of a shorter work week. Absolutely. Live your dream life. Yeah. Just Absolutely. summed it up. Yeah. No, I mean, I think, I think you're exactly right. I didn't even know that's what the mentor box did, honestly. I didn't know yeah. that. But um, yeah, I mean, if there's, if there's something like that out there that would be able to help, I, you know, again, we're going back to the grind and it's not, it's not about the destination, it's about the journey. So let me cut you off, because so here's where I'm going with this and I think you okay. and I are saying the exact same thing here. The slide edge, mm-hmm. the entire premise of the book is, and so many people do this, I hate this time of year, this January 1st <laughs> through March, first time mm-hmm. when people set all these great big, we call them BHAGs, big, hairy, audacious goals. Right. And then they flop. New year, new me. New year, new me. <laughs> Shoot me in the face. Right. <laughs> but they try mm-hmm. to do a 180. They believe that the quickest way for them to change their life is a 180 degree turnaround. Right. Right now I'm gonna decide to, and I believe that's powerful, and sometimes you can do it if, if you're wise, strong enough, and if you're pushed hard enough. But what the slide edge says, is that if you'll do one-tenth of 1% daily improvement in any area of your life, 
you're three years from 100, well, no, that's 1% daily. 1% daily, you're 300%. So one-tenth of 1%, three years, you're three years away from 100 per, a 360-degree rotation. Sure. Okay. And it makes sense. Absolutely. So that's, but that's the slight edge. So if, you, if somebody says to me, I'm not a good reader, I don't enjoy reading or I don't have the time to read, my challenge would be instead of sitting down and saying, okay, every single day, and there are a lot of you that are telling yourselves this story, and, and look, I've said this, I've, I've probably said this one statement on more episodes than any other statement I've ever made inside of social media or on my podcast or even in my book, I repeat it numerous times, I graduated high school with a 1.9 GPA. I was not interested in reading. I was interested in a lot of crap that wasn't gonna create fruit in my life. And then when I decided not to go to college, I had somebody hand me a book. And it was The Millionaire Next Door. First book anybody ever handed me. And, and I read it cover to cover and I thought, oh, I'm interested in this kind of book. This is it. Yeah. And so I, I just, like I had to educate myself Sure. To be able to pull stuff like this from it. But my challenge wouldn't be, I'm going to sit down and read for 30 minutes. The same you wouldn't tell somebody, hey, you should come in and if you want, if you want stronger arms and a broader chest and, and more defined right. pecs, you should go in and bench for 30 minutes your very first day. Instead, it's how many reps. So I'm going to read one page a day, front and back. And, and, and then so easily you'll get into it and it's like, okay, like, yeah, it's one page. I can consume one page. I can extract data from sure one page. So mm -hmm. anyway. Yeah, no, that's great. That's a great point. I mean, it's just, it's chipping away at the block and getting better at, at being like we talked about uncomfortably comfortable. Right. You know, and, and it's uncomfortable for me. And I think that's the biggest part is that I get into it and I have to, you know, realize that, okay, now I missed the last paragraph because I was thinking about something else. And maybe it's getting into a room where it's, you know, it's just me and a lamp and, and, you know, there's no other distractions. That could be something I have to work on. But no, you're exactly right. I mean, it's just, it's about, I, I love the mentor box, but I think that you don't get the, the grind, like I keep saying over and over, out of just reading a four page or 15 page synopsis of a book. Right. I think there's more information in there that you don't miss on. Um, you know, 100%. so I think that's, I think that's the main thing. And, and. I can talk myself into, I can say that I'm going to do a lot of stuff, but it's actually putting the, putting the rubber to the road, you know, is the main thing. And so I think that's where I, I fall short personally is just, yeah, let's talk about it. Let's do it. But there's talkers and there's doers. Well, but I think that you also, so I don't want to pick on you because the fact is, is that I asked you earlier before the show, like when you're in your car and you're driving, are you listening to audiobooks? Were you listening to music? And you said, no, almost exclusively I'm listening to podcasts that make me better. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So I don't think, so Another saying that I heard that really impacted me was the only difference between who you are today and who you are one year from now is who you know and what you read. Right. But I think in, in this day and age, there's an evolution there. It's who you let into your life and what you let into your head. Sure. So visually through your ears, I think mm -hmm. that there's a lot of opportunity for you to gain really amazing content sure. from audiobooks or from podcasts, which you're doing. Yeah. Absolutely. So it's not like you're, it's not, I, I don't want, to leave the, the taste in this that you're not pushing yourself and striving to be the best version of yourself every single day because right. I wouldn't associate so closely with you if I didn't right. think that was on your heart. Yeah, and I don't think that that's what you're uh, you know, insinuating. I think you're insinuating that you're better than what you're doing and you need to live up to your potential. Right. And, that, and honestly, I, that's been my mantra since I, don't, I couldn't even begin to tell you how long. I mean, there was a time that I went through um, some some personal struggles where, 
you know, I was drinking too much, I was partying too much, you know, I, I had a, got a divorce, you know, just wasn't being uh, the Christian that I was called to be. And, you know, I had to, I had to set myself aside and say, listen, man, you need to not drink and not party and not go out for a year and reflect on yourself and figure out how to become the person that you see or the person that most people see me as and how do you get there? Do you want to be the guy that's going to be looked down upon and say, ah, that guy could have really done a lot, but he's really not doing a lot. He's kind of just wasting his life away. Right. So I had to, I had to do a lot of like internal digging and find out who am I? What, what, is this the person I want to be? Do I want to be a guy that doesn't know the last time that he didn't pick up a drink or didn't ha you know, party with all of his friends you know, for a weekend straight at the lake? You know, I mean, who is that guy? You know, is, is that the legacy you want to leave for your kids? So those questions were popping up and I had to, I had to make a decision and I had to say, listen, enough, enough's enough. I got to stop. Because I mean, I was to the point where I didn't know the last time that I didn't actually have a drink from, oh, wow. one, from one weekend to the next. So I mean, there would be from when I was like 19 or 20. Cause I mean, we would be in, you know, we were in high school. What do you do? You drink, you go out, you sure. have fun on the weekends. But every weekend it was the same story. So, you know, I knew that I wanted to be a better Christian. I knew I wanted to be a better person. I knew I, want, I have the ability to be able to pass on information that, um, that most people wouldn't be able to just from my life experiences, from, you know, from my dad, from the people that, you know, I've, I've watched and, and I've, you know, watched be my mentor, um, you know, from people that, all walks of life, guys like you, um, you know, guys like my buddy uh, Derek and his father, super smart people. I mean, just watching those people do these, do these miraculous and awesome, you know, setting these goals and hitting them. Um, I wasn't going to be able to do that being, you know, a, a quote unquote, in my eyes, was a, kind of a loser at the time. I had to mm. really figure out, like, listen, who are you? Right. You know, so, and that was tough. It was, it was tough to do, but at the end of the day, you know, it got me to where now I'm able to recognize that, have a stopping point. So if I, if I do have something to drink, you know, I, hey, listen, I'm good. And now I'm to the point, I don't even have to drink. Like, it's just not, just not my thing, you know, because whether A, I know where it's going to go, or B, I know that it's going to cause me an issue where, you know, I won't have the ability to be able to shut it off again. So it's kind of a fear almost. So, yeah, I mean, there's, there's, but you have to go through that. You have to go through the, that adversity and you have to be able to look inside and say, okay, who are you? Who do you want to be? Well, I think that's the key. Who do you want to be? And then breaking from there, like, what are you willing to architect into your world to create the vision that you have on your heart for mm -hmm. that person who, you know, <clears throat> I think so many people look in the mirror and they see, they give themselves permission to kind of, you know how you can kind of cross your eyes and blur it a little bit? Yeah, right. And so they, I think they do that. They look in the mirror and, and they allow their vision to be blurred and they walk away from the, the mirror thinking, I am the person that I want to see in the mirror versus looking in the mirror and saying, I'm not. And that's our conversation. So Very. good on you for being insightful enough to know that you needed to do that. Yeah, I appreciate that. But I think I can answer your question to say that, are you ever the person that you want to be when you look in the mirror? Well, I think that there are a lot of people who would say yes to that. Truthfully. Which, which is sad. Yeah. Can you say that no. about yourself? No. No, I'll never. I'll, I, I'll never look in the mirror and think I'm exactly where I want to be. Absolutely not. I'm not wired that way. No, I'm not either. And I think that's what, honestly that, that how we have our connection because it doesn't matter how much I do or how much I've done or the money I've made or the people I've impacted, it's never good enough. It's never going to be because that's just how I'm wired. I'm just not that type of person. So that was part two with my good buddy, David Dale. Uh, catch us tomorrow as we finish up 
with the third and I believe the final episode of our chat. Savvy. As always, I just want to thank everybody for taking the time to listen to Money Moves with Michael Munsterman. And if this is your first time of listening to the show, hey, just subscribe, follow, like, share, go go through the moves. It helps us just get the word out and get this message out that, you know, ultimately our goal is to grab on the people as they are going through life as an entrepreneur, as an entrepreneur, or hopefully getting in, in front of the eyes and ears of, of young people who someday want to own their own hustle, do their own thing. So just in anything you can do that way is super helpful to us here. And then finally, just a couple other things. Be sure to follow me on Instagram. It's at MJ Munsterman and Facebook is, is uh, like if you search Michael Munsterman, it pops right up. We're on YouTube as well. And then the final thing is, if you're interested in a more in-depth like mentorship where you can work or at least feel like you're working directly with me, getting the hacks and the secrets and the things that I believe every single entrepreneur, whether you currently have a business, whether you have multiple businesses, whether you're doing 100,000 a year or 10 million a year, things and principles that, I, that I've used to make hundreds and millions of dollars in total sales across multiple companies, then check out M4Nation, that's M, the number four nation, dot michaelmunsterman.com. Check it out and, and there's an opportunity there to get um, in on our coursework. It's it's 35 plus videos of, of content specifically for this conversation. It's over 20 hours of information. And we've got a 150 page workbook there that like is a real introspective look into yourself to help give you a good compassing and anchor at where you are and show you how to, how to navigate the course to where you want to go, what you want to accomplish and who you want to be. Thanks so much again for listening and we'll see you tomorrow.